0: This Art of Allowing workshop was recorded at Tampa, Florida on Wednesday, the first day of November of the year 2006. For additional tapes, CDs, books, videos, catalogs, DVDs, or to reserve your space at an Abraham Hicks Art of Allowing workshop, please call 755-2299, area code 830, or write to Abraham Hicks Publications at Post Office Box 690-070, San Antonio, Texas. And the zip code is eight. 78- also, for an immediate overview of our works, visit our interactive website at www.abraham-hicks.com That's www.abraham-hicks.com
1: Good morning. We are extremely pleased that you are here. It is good to come together for the purpose of co-creating do you agree?
0: Mm.
1: co-creating at its best really you are enjoying your leading-edge position here in your physical form we see you have dragged your bodies here, it is good (laughs) you are appreciating the evolution of your desire Are you finding that the contrast that you deliberately were born into is serving you well? Are you appreciating the contrast because of its life-giving quality? We always poke and prod a little bit there because often our physical friends are not that excited about the contrast in which they live. Many, especially when they realize that they came forth from a place of pure positive energy, sometimes they say, And why in the world would we project ourselves into an environment where there is so much that we don't want? What were we thinking? And they often look around their environment and find things that they like and they say, Yes, I like that. But then they look around and they see things they don't like and they say, Oh, no, I do not want that. And then they resist that, they vote against it, or push against it, or find themselves feeling negative about it. And they often yearn for an environment, let me find a relationship, or let me find a job, or let me find a home, or a community, or an environment where mostly only really good things happen. Because when I'm surrounded by really good things I feel so much better than when there are bad things in the mix and we say if you did not have the ability to focus we could understand that concern but since you are a focusing mechanism who has the ability to give your attention to what you choose then we know that from your broader perspective you would far rather have a buffet of choices than a buffet with no choices and you say oh but Abraham you misunderstand a buffet with only things I like to eat what could possibly be wrong with that and we say you'd never find any improvement in what you eat if you did not have the ability to evaluate contrast and to play what you want against what you don't want you would not be able to come to new conclusions which means the expansion of the universe would cease don't worry about it, it will never happen you were wisely and deliberately born into an environment of enormous contrast and from your broader non-physical perspective you wanted that so much because you knew the value of it so as we visit with our physical friends we understand why when you haven't remembered that you have the ability to focus and even more, you haven't figured out how to guide your thoughts in other words, when there's so much that you could think about and so much that's being projected through your airwaves and through your interaction with one another we can understand how confusing it must be to try to sort out all of the possible things that you might think about it must just drive you nuts But when you remember who you are and the vibrational stance from which you have come you're going to remember that it is not only very easy to remain focused in the direction of that which you are but that nothing else will do from your broader perspective it is the eternal, inevitable nature of your being to continue to expand and you will and are In fact, you can't stop that expansion, it is so assured So we want to sort of give you a very brief version of the big picture to help you to understand that you were source energy before you came into this physical body and that you still are source energy even though you are now in this physical body. Now that's something that most humans don't really consciously acknowledge. They think, oh, I hope there was something before this and even more, I hope there will be something after this, but few understand that you are non-physically and physically focused at the same time and that both of those perspectives are active vibrations within you at all times you're not dead or alive in fact you're never dead you're always alive and alive and so you come forth from non-physical focused into this physical body and by your attention to different subjects you activate vibrational frequencies within you and the vibrational frequency that you activate as a result of what you're giving your attention to now is having vibrational feedback from the perspective of source within you for example when you look at yourself in the mirror and you feel contempt for yourself you don't like yourself you feel unworthy you feel incapable you feel guilty you feel not enough and you feel that negative emotion that you would call unworthiness or you might call it guilt, or maybe even blame, self-blame. When you feel those negative emotions, the reason that those emotions are present within you is because your vantage point about you is so different from your source vantage point about you. When you look in the mirror and you feel proud of yourself, or you feel eager about something, or you like yourself, or you feel satisfaction with who you are, the reason that those feelings feel so good is because you're on the same vibrational wavelength with source source who always adores you same thing goes if you are looking at someone else anytime you feel negative emotion no matter what you call it or how extreme or soft it is every time you feel negative emotion it means one simple thing you in your human form have deviated from your opinion of source Now that is a magnificent thing to understand because when you connect with that consciously you have now activated in a real sense, in a real time moment to moment conscious sense your own guidance system. You can always tell where you are right now in relationship with that broader perspective. And that is of enormous value to you because that broader perspective is the culmination of all that you have become. That broader perspective is the eternal you in its most evolved form. So back to the big picture. So your source energy and you project part of your attention into this physical body and as you do so now in this physical body you're having life experiences you know what you don't want you know what you do want and all day every day Whether you are speaking about it openly or not, you are launching rockets of desires or preferences. In other words, when someone's rude to you, you want them to be nicer. But when you're rude to someone, you want yourself to be nicer. When you don't feel good, you want to feel better. When you feel sick, you want to be well. When you don't have enough of something you want, you want to have it. In other words, life causes you to constantly give birth to new conclusions and every one of you is doing it even if you are a one-celled organism and the expansion of all species the expansion of everything that is is as a result of that experience but here's the part that we think most humans have a hard time or at least have not yet done a very good job of getting their thoughts wrapped around so you are source energy you come forth into a physical body and here in this form you give birth to new ideas And this is the part we really want you to hear. Now, the source energy part of you literally rides that rocket of your desire and becomes whatever it is you're asking for, vibrationally. Now this might not feel so meaningful to you because you're still looking at the manifestational world you're looking around at the world that you see which only exists because at one time it was thought and then thought form before it took manifestation so when we tell you that the inner being part of you instantly becomes the vibrational equivalent of that which you are asking for sometimes you don't feel all that excited about it but we would if we were standing in your physical shoes because that's the beginning of the creation of whatever it is that you are asking asking for. In fact it's such an important part of the story of creation and such an important part of how you create your own reality that we've written a book and given it the best title that we think has ever been given to a book. Ask and it is given. And the reason we like that title so much is because the title tells the whole story. Ask and it is given. We wanted a longer title but the publisher didn't think it was a good idea we wanted the title to say so I'm non-physical energy and I project part of that consciousness into the physical form and as I come into the physical form the life experience that I'm living causes me to constantly weigh the pros and the cons of what I'm living and give birth to constant rockets of desires and when that happens the non-physical part of me not only answers what I'm asking for not only gives me what I'm asking for but literally becomes the vibrational equivalent of that which I'm asking for but they said it was too long (laughs) But ask and it is given tells you the same thing When life causes you to ask Source not only gives it but becomes it now, if you just heard that, then you have just found the key to the guidance within you because these two points of vibrational relativity will help you always know whether you are on the same wavelength of that which source is. And this is particularly important when you remember what we just said that your life caused you to want more of this, to want an improvement of this. In other words, you have incrementally been building this picture of your life experience even before you came into this physical body and Emphatically, ever since so that you have created this powerful beingness this leading-edge beingness that already exists and source stands there being it pulsing it and law of attraction is responding to that vibrational state of being did you get that that means as law of attraction is summoning to that expanded version of you Talk about a life force, talk about inspiration, talk about the stream of life, talk about the call of source. In other words, are you getting a sense of why you feel compelled or inspired to move in the direction you do? It's because life has caused you through what you're living to literally expand and become more. And that expanded version of you now must be. Many of you have to croak before you let it be. We like that word croak. We try to be as disrespectful as we can about the idea of death since there isn't any. Sometimes your life causes you to be this expanded version of you. But instead of letting yourself go to where you want to be, you beat the drum of what is. And so you hold yourself apart from your expansion and you feel terrible while you do it. But then when you die, the gap closes. So we're wanting you to remember that, oh, there is no such thing as death. But when you have that experience that you call death, you release your habits of thought that are the only thing that are hindering you from being what life has caused you to become. So we call this gathering the art of allowing and it really is the art of closing that gap. It's the art of allowing myself in my physical human form to be what life has caused me to become. It's the art of releasing resistance and allowing the energy that creates worlds to flow through me. It's the art of coming into vibrational alignment not only with who I was before I was born but who I have become since. It is the art of coming into vibrational alignment with the pure positive energy being that I am constantly in the state of becoming you get this so when you have feelings of unfulfillment when you feel not enough when you feel dissatisfied that means you're just not letting yourself get up to speed with you so now you've heard this story of who you are and now we want you to get the fuller sense that this story of the cycle of life which represents you from non-physical coming into physical giving birth to new thoughts that the non-physical part of you becomes as you begin to understand this cycle of life that law of attraction is at the heart of then you begin to understand the eternal nature of your being We are all eternal beings and you are on the leading edge, giving birth to new expansion and source immediately becomes it. How good is that? Well, we say from our vantage point, it is magnificent. And from your vantage point, when you let yourself be up to speed with it, you think it is magnificent too. But when life causes you to be something that you don't, for whatever reason, let yourself be, then it beats up on you pretty good. Imagine taking your canoe down to the river's edge and putting it in the water very fast-moving river and you have your oars inside and you Deliberately point your canoe upstream and begin paddling very hard against the current and We say why not turn and go with the current? Why not turn and go with the flow and most humans say to tell you the truth it never entered my mind (laughs) Because everyone I know who wants to amount to anything is trying harder than that that just seems lazy and so I have positioned myself you say I have really good boat I have really good oars see how they're hooked onto the edge there I have moleskin on my hands and I have muscles and even more I have determination and I learned it from my mother, who learned it from her mother. It's what we all do. We try harder. And we say, but how long can you keep it up? And you say, till death do us part. (laughs) You see, I don't know how long, but all of the rewards, Abraham, all of the rewards and statues and monuments are given to those who really try hard. And I want some of those. And then you often remind us that You have heard that there are more rewards after you die for those who really try hard. So you work hard to convince us in the appropriateness of paddling against the current. And we always listen lovingly because we understand your perspective. But then we have to eventually stop you and say to you something that we want with everything that we are for you to hear. Nothing that you want is upstream. nothing that you want is upstream not one thing that you want is upstream and you know how we know that because we know the cycle we know who you were before you were born we know what your life has caused you to do in launching rockets of desire and we know that the source within you has become the vibrational equivalent of what you're asking for and we know that law of attraction is responding to that powerful pulsing vibration and we know that that's what causes the current A woman said to us one day, not long ago, she went to lunch with her children and came back to the seminar. And she was the first one that we called to the chair to ask a question. And she said, my child, ask me to ask you a question. Why are grown-ups so grumpy? And we said, because the longer you live, the more you find to fuss and worry about. The longer you live, the more you find things you do not want and the more things you shout no at. And the more things you shout no at, the more you turn against the current. Jerry and Esther had the delightful experience a few weeks ago of going whitewater rafting on a wonderful river in Colorado. It was a very fast-moving river. It was classed as four rapids, so it was a really moving river. And as they were approaching the river, as they were driving alongside the river in the bus with all of the others, with the boats on top, up the canyon, Jerry and Esther looked at this river and said to one another more than once, We must be out of our minds. (laughs) It was a raging river. The water was spiking so high over some of the big boulders and around the bridges and such. And as they put their raft into the water... They were with friends, six of them went together, and then there were many other rafts that were with the same river company who were all high school wrestling teams. (laughs) Their friend who had invited him on this trip, her daughter said to him as he left the house that morning, did you tell them how old you all are? (laughs) As they put their boat into the water, it was evident to them right away that there was no value whatsoever in attempting to paddle upstream it did not even enter their minds because they could see that that river was going to have its way with them and the man who was teaching them what to do who was the guide in their raft said to them friends this is not Disneyland and we cannot turn this river off and the reason that he was telling them that is because he knows the power of the river he knows the force of the river he pointed out these big rock pilings and he said to them we don't want our raft to get wedged in those rocks because if that happens the river will just beat us up and then he called them to page five paragraph three of the disclaimer they had signed (laughs) That made it absolutely obvious that the likelihood of their survival was almost none (laughs) Esther refused to read it she read the first paragraph and said I take your word for it (laughs) the reason that we are giving this to you in this way is because we want you to understand that your river is like that you can't turn it off your river was flowing before you even came forth into this physical body and the longer you live the faster it flows because every time you live in experience you ask for something more and every time you ask for something more source becomes it the source part of you and every time the source part of you becomes it law of attraction responds to it and every time law of attraction responds to the you that is in the process of becoming your stream moves faster So do you know that you could have the same negative thoughts that you developed when you were 4 or 5 or 10 or 15 or 20? You could have the same negative attitude about something. It doesn't need to have changed at all. But 10 or 15 or 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 years later, that negative attitude that hasn't changed at all is taking a much greater toll on you because your stream's moving faster. And law of attraction says it can't stand still. It is changing. So if you've been beating the drum of something that you don't want, then that vibration within you is getting stronger and stronger. At the same time, your asking is getting stronger and stronger. So do you see what you're doing? You're causing your stream to go faster on that example, and you are also refusing to go with the stream. That's what negative emotion is. That's what negative sensation is. That's what disease is. Even children who get sick. Are experiencing sickness because their life is causing them to want something that they don't believe they can have in other words when you have that powerless out-of-control feeling and something really matters to you and you have a belief that says I can't get what I want to get you put yourself in this impossible position because there is a tug-of-war going on within you energy wise that does not serve you well now the good news is doesn't matter where you are at any point you can turn and go with the flow at any point in fact do you know you don't even have to turn and go with the flow just let go of the oars the stream will turn you Sometimes you listen to us as we crow about all of these good feeling emotions Appreciation and love and joy and passion and all of that good feeling stuff up here And it makes you think that under all conditions and at all costs You should turn your boat around put a motor on it and get down there to the good feeling emotion as fast as you can and we say we want you to get down there where it feels better and better but because we know the power of the stream we are not urgent feeling about your getting down there we know if you'll just stop doing that thing you do that's got you pointed against the current that the current will turn you and take you we also know that you don't have a choice You can't be up here because something has happened. Something's happened to someone you love or something's happening in your own life experience. You want something, you can't figure out how to get it. You're depressed or feeling enraged or angry or any negative emotion, doesn't matter what you call it, fear. You can't in your state of negative emotion all of a sudden just turn your boat around and speed right down there to where it feels good. You can't do that and you don't have to do that. All you have to do is stop paddling upstream and the stream will carry you so we want you to leave this gathering with a very keen awareness that the emotion that you're most wanting to reach for we call them all kinds of things from despair and grief and fear into revenge and rage and anger into frustration and overwhelmment into pessimism, into hopefulness, into optimism, into believing, into knowing, into love, into joy. And there are so many other words that could be applied somewhere along that emotional scale. But there's only one word that is necessary for you to apply to your emotional state of being. This is the emotion that we want you to reach for all day, every day, no matter where you put your boat in. And it's the emotion of relief. When you feel despair or fear, they feel so much the same and you reach for something that feels less awful and you find revenge, you feel relief. People don't want to hear that, especially those who live with you. (laughs) They liked you better when you were depressed, (laughs) you were less trouble. But if you've ever been afraid or in despair and you found the breath of fresh air that revenge gave you, you know you felt relief. Now, we're not encouraging you to stand there and beat the drum of revenge because as the stream continues to move, revenge will be upstream soon. Isn't that an interesting thought? So you're in despair, you let go of the thought that's causing it, and the stream turns you, and now you feel relief. But if you don't keep turning to go with the flow, if you keep turning back, this stream is going to continue to ask you to turn turn and turn and turn and turn and turn. So when you turn from revenge into anger, you feel relief again. And when you turn from anger into frustration, you feel relief again. And when you turn from frustration into hoping, you feel relief again. You get the sense of this? So if you will let your intention be not to turn and paddle downstream, because you know what? When you've got something that you're trying to make happen and you don't know how to make it happen and you get hold of those oars and you try to paddle downstream you always turn and go upstream people try to affect a healing they always turn upstream they try to make something better happen they turn upstream they say I'm gonna set a goal they turn and go upstream because there's something in the attitude of trying that always makes you turn against the current and there's something very different when you just let go you call it surrendering we don't call it giving up we don't call it giving up on your desires you can't your desires are eternal you cannot become less than you have become do you know that you can't live life which causes you to ask for more and then say never mind you can't do that you can continue to amend your desire, but you continue to expand and your stream continues to go faster. And we love you very much, but you have no choice but to go with the flow if you are wanting to feel good. It's always so exhilarating to watch one of you croak, because when you croak, you let go of those oars and, oh, what a ride on the river that is. That immediate re-emergence into pure positive energy and into the full becoming of what life has caused you to become we're just here visiting with you because we think it would be great fun for you to catch up with who you are while you're still here in this physical body future generations will benefit by that which you are living In other words, the contrast that you live as you see the war and want it not, as you want well-being, as you see people hungry and you want them to be fed, as you live what's happening in your neighborhood or in your country or in your world or in your household, as you live it, you give constant birth to rockets of desire and you and your life experience are in an eternal state of becoming. And here's the thing that most of you have not considered that is the vibrational stance from which you are then born into this physical experience do you get that that's why the babies that are being born are cable ready that's why they understand the internet that's why they get the new contraptions they were born from the leading edge energy of all of that they are resistance free that's what the generation gap is about it's not a generation gap it's an energy gap it's a resistance gap and so the art of allowing really is about you figuring out how to keep up with you and when you allow yourself to keep up with you oh what an exhilarating life it is Can you imagine Jerry and Esther saying to their river guide, where will we take the boat out of the water? And he would say, oh, many miles downstream, close to Fort Collins. And then Esther would say to him, we have a really good idea. We want you to put our raft back on the bus, and we would like to drive back down, and we want to put our boat in the water just a few hundred feet from where we're going to take it out. (laughs) Because we enjoy instant manifestations. And he would say, whatever you want, crazy lady. (laughs) But I thought you wanted a ride on the river. And this is what we want to say to you. We thought you wanted a ride on the river. And you say, I do want a ride on the river, but I just don't want to be without what I want for 10 or 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 years. How long does one have to want something before they get it? And we say, hardly any time at all if you're going with the flow. Forever if you're not. Not forever, just forever in terms of this one life experience. In other words, you could hold yourself apart from who you have become if you work really hard at it. You have to join those online support groups, however. <laughs> you have to join those groups who really keep you motivated about not letting go of the oars. When you sleep, you know what happens? Your boat turns around. Ah. Then you wake up and you paddle, 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 paddle,
0: paddle, paddle, paddle,
1: <laughs> Then you go to sleep. Ah. You wake up, paddle, 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 paddle. So what happens is you are pure positive energy. You are one stream. And then you are born into that little infant body and just being born into that mother who worried about you already, there's a little separation in your vibration and when you go to sleep you close a gap when you wake up it's there just a little bit and the longer you live most of you the more you find a fuss and worry about and the more likely you are to have more of a gap between who you are letting yourself be and who you really are and then you grow up and you want to f- improve your life experience and you come to a seminar where they teach you to meditate and you learn to quiet your mind and when you quiet your mind you stop thought and when you stop thought you stop resistant thoughts so and your gap closes You come out of meditation, you find someone to criticize, you widen your gap. You find someone to praise, you close it. You look for things going wrong, you widen it. You look for things going well, you close it. In other words, a rampage of appreciation always closes your gap. Looking for things that are wrong always widens your gap. So all day, every day, you've got this thing going on depending upon what you're doing with your thought process. The art of allowing is really about paying attention to the way you feel so that you're aware of this gap between you and you. And guiding yourself deliberately to less resistant thoughts just by releasing the thought that is negative you really don't even have to get on a really strong positive rampage just stop talking about the things that are bothering you so much Jerry and Esther drive a big bus it's 45 feet long and Esther is usually driving and Jerry is in the back somewhere doing something Often he is working on some project or watching a video or reviewing something. Often he is far in the back of the bus, and Esther sometimes will want to talk to him. And so she would honk the horn, but even honking the horn, he couldn't hear her sometimes. It was scaring everyone on the road off into the bushes, (laughs) but Jerry couldn't hear it because he'd had his headphones on or whatever. And so Esther found a button next to her that she could push, and when she pushed the button, all the lights in the bus come on. And when she pushes it again all the lights in the bus go off and so when Jerry sees the lights coming on and the lights going off he surmises oh Esther must have something she wants to say so he stows everything that he's working on and he makes his way all the way to the front of the bus and he sits in the seat next to her and he says yes you had something you wanted to say and Esther says oh never mind it was an upstream thought (laughs) and we say Wasn't it nice that it took him so long to get there? (laughs) Because if it had been sitting there right next to her, she just would have blurted it out. And then he might have agreed with her, which would have made it worse. Or he might have disagreed with her which would have made her try even harder to make her point in other words once you speak your discord someone either agrees with you which amplifies it or they disagree with you which makes you get stronger in your certainty that what you have to say is right in other words when you speak anything that's already pointed upstream you're gonna paddle harder and stronger but when you stop for a moment and count to ten and identify is this an upstream thought or a downstream thought is this a thought that my being is thinking about "Mm, no it doesn't really feel like that is this a thought that my inner being is more in agreement with in time you begin to notice that you can always feel that calling of source you can feel it if you will listen for it. it takes a little practice and it takes a little practice on subject after subject but before you know it you will become so sensitive to the vibration of your being that you will be able to use this guidance in the way that you intended it Instead of trying to sort out every thought in the world or every thought you've ever thought or all the thoughts of the people in a room or all of the thoughts of the people in your bus or all of the thoughts of the people in your community or in your political party or in your church or in the world. Instead of trying to sort out all those thoughts which just makes you crazy you can feel what your inner being knows about everything. You can feel what you have become. And when you reach for that feeling And you move in the direction of it. You feel the ease of your body. And do you know. In the moment that you let go of those oars. The majority of the resistance subsides. Even though it might take you a while to float to the manifestation of what you want. In the moment you let go of those oars. The majority of the illness. If there is illness in your body. Subsides. We're not kidding you. Relief. Is the cure. That all medicine is looking for rather than looking for the cure we want you to look for the vibrational cause you don't even have to find the cause you don't even have to find the thought that is causing the resistance you just have to find a thought that isn't causing resistance you just have to reach for a thought of relief you don't have to sort it all out you don't have to go back and retrace your steps through it and figure out which way you went wrong the other day jerry and esther were leaving orlando on their way to boca and Esther programmed the navigational system in the car and all of a sudden Jerry says it feels to me that we are going in the wrong direction and Esther looked at the screen and and she said I'm doing everything that it said and Jerry said this can't be right and Esther said well let's just play it out and see where it takes us and so It took them on the tollway going what Jerry considered to be the wrong direction then it had them exit onto interstate 4 go up just a little way make a u-turn come back get back on the tollway and go the other way (laughs) it was about a 10-minute diversion from where they needed to be and Jerry is laughing because it was clear to him that that was what was happening and what a funny thing and then Esther said I wonder if the machine is just nuts, or if I misunderstood and took the wrong entrance, and then it reprogrammed itself so quickly to say, Well, now that you're here, this is the best way to go. And so now Esther is really curious Was Garmin the crazy lady, or was I the crazy lady? And she said to Jerry, You know what would be really fun? We could just go back and start over and retrace our steps. And figure out where we went wrong. And Jerry said, or we could just keep going right. (laughs) What a novel idea. (laughs) You mean start from where I am? You mean not go back and figure out what went wrong? You mean not go back and place blame or figure out who was the wrong one? You mean just start where I am? And we say, that really is what we wish for you. Because you put your boat in the river wherever you put your boat in the river. And you know what? You are where you are. Very good mantra. I am where I am. (laughs) And another good mantra. I am where I am and it's okay. Not only is it okay, not only is it enough. It's got to be okay because it's all you've got. In other words you've got no choice so it might be a good one to make peace with I am where I am oh that is making peace isn't it I am where I am I am where I am and it's okay and why is it okay because I am where I am and that's okay and why is it okay because I have no choice so it has to be okay I have no choice—I am where I am... I am where I am. I've put my boat in the river at sickness or I've put my boat in the river at wellness. I've put my boat in the river at abundance. I've put my boat in the river at not enough of something. I've put my boat in the river in the middle of a divorce or a horrible experience. I've put my boat in the river in the middle of love! I've put my boat in the river but wherever I've put my boat in the river on whatever subject is active within me I am where I am. And it's okay, and it's got to be okay because it's enough, this is going to take a while we'd like to stay here all day because we want you to say I am where I am and it's enough and I am where I am and it's enough and there's only one emotion that matters and that's the emotion of relief in other words right now where I am where I am and it's okay because it's all I've got I do have a powerful fabulous choice downstream or upstream feeling a little better feeling a little worse that's all I've got but it's enough because if wherever I am I reach for the downstream thought and now wherever I am I reach for the downstream thought and now wherever I am no matter what's happening I reach for the downstream thought you know what happens you begin to go with the flow and as you begin to go with the flow since everything that you want is downstream You begin to float into circumstances and events all kinds of things that you've been waiting for sometimes for a long time become almost immediately apparent to you because the only thing that was keeping you from them is that you were paddling upstream and you know what's really interesting from our aerial view where we see everything we see everything that you are living this is one of the things that we think when you croak will amuse you most of all at least that's what we hear from recent croakers the stream is so magnificent that it inevitably carries you to everything that you want eventually and the faster you turn and go with it willingly the faster you receive it so many of you have your back to downstream your nose is pointed upstream and you're paddling so hard that even though your current is strong enough the stream of well-being is so strong it's taking you toward what you want anyway You don't see it. You float right by it. You miss your opportunities because you're not a vibrational match to them. So you don't see them. Where if you're in this relaxed state of trusting and expecting, it's so much easier. You have a very good picture of that, don't you? You are powerful creators who have come here with great reason and you are so much more than you see here in these physical bodies and when you allow yourself to relax a little from where you are and turn and go with the flow you are going to discover in your first day of making a decision about that the power of this stream you're going to discover the power of this stream and the power of the law of attraction and the power of your worthiness and the eternal nature of your being Life is supposed to be good for you. It is supposed to feel good. It is supposed to feel fun. It is supposed to feel good to you. You never came forth for the struggle. But you did come forth for the contrast. Because the contrast gives birth to the power of the stream. The contrast puts what you want in vibrational escrow. The contrast causes the expansion of your being. So how can I be in my physical body and benefit by the contrast and still become the being that life causes me to be? By being alert and awake and by not being afraid of what comes and by taking it in and by seeing what I don't want and knowing what I do want. And then by caring so much about how I feel that I'm always reaching for the best feeling thought that I can find. And before you know it, the contrast of your life will not be this raging contrast. When you really know what you don't want, you really know what you do want, but you're far apart. So the more you turn and go with the flow, what begins to happen to you is your contrast becomes less exaggerated. Now for those of you who like the drama of it, you might not want to go this softer way. (laughs) But you can reach the place where contrast says, I'd like that. You go with the flow and you receive it, I'd like that. You go with the flow and you receive it, I'd like that. So you want it, you get it, 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 you want it, you get it. We could go on, you want it, you get it, you want it, you get it, you want it, you get it. But the way you play it is you want it, you don't have it, you want it, you don't have it. you want it, you don't have it, I don't have it, I don't have it, I don't have it. I don't have it, I don't have it, I don't have it, I want it, I don't have it. I don't have it, I don't have it. 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 You don't have it either. You don't have it. You don't have it. You don't have it. You don't want it. I see you don't have it. How do you like not having it? You don't like it either. I don't like not having it. I don't like not having it. They've got it. We don't have it. We don't have it. We should join the group. Those against not having it. Those against not having what we want. And the more you don't have it, the more you want it. And the more you talk about not having it, the more you want it. So you get your stream moving faster and faster and faster. And then you say, you know, I don't really feel that good. And we say, that's because your life has caused you to get this rip-roaring stream. And you're joining these groups that aren't going with the stream. And you're tearing yourself apart. And you say, I know, I saw the x-ray. I know, I got the blood test. And we say, just let go. Just let go just let go of whatever it is that doesn't feel good and you'll begin going with a flow do you know that you're not sick because you think specifically of sickness oh once you're sick you stay sick because you think of the sickness but you're not sick because you think of sickness you're sick because you don't like that man at work you're sick because you feel unfulfilled you're sick because someone disagreed with you and betrayed you 25 years ago and you've talked about it every day since You're sick because you're beating the drum of unwanted stuff and your stream is not slowing down because this isn't Disneyland and no one can turn off the stream. You don't want it to be turned off. It's the call of life. It's the call of source, you see. It is our desire to assist you wherever you are in just turning and going with the flow. We'll give you every trick in our bag of tricks to help you release the resistance that is the only thing that is keeping you from what you want and so if it is your desire to find improvement in your gap between where you are on any subject and where you want to be we are eager to visit with you for every question you have we have an answer for every problem there is a solution for every misunderstanding there is understanding for every confusion there is clarity not because we hold a magic bag but because we know the laws we know your inevitable nature we know the power of the stream and we have seen your future you know what to do don't you you know that you're the creator of your own experience yes you know that you are source energy in a physical body you do don't you You know that you have come here to be in this leading-edge environment for the thrill of expansion, yes? And you can feel that you are definitely expanding. Can't you feel this vibrational escrow that is the becoming of you? And haven't you gathered from this conversation that that part of you is as real as it will be once it manifests that's the part that we so much want you to hear we want you to know that the question that you hold has been answered you just got to let yourself flow toward the answer we want you to know that the dilemma that you feel faced with has been solved You just have to let yourself flow toward the solution. You just have to not struggle in the interim. You just have to trust that the power of the stream and the worthiness of your being is enough because it is. Don't you just love knowing that you have come forth into this leading edge environment with a specific intent of letting life cause you to be more? And don't you find it humorous? We do. Don't you find it humorous? We do. Don't you find it humorous? (laughs) You will when you croak. Don't you find it humorous (laughs) that you find all of these things to fuss and worry about and use as your reason to not let yourself go with that which you have become? A friend said to us one day, Abraham, I don't think you care if my lover ever comes. I think you just want me to get so good at visualizing him that I now no longer notice that he isn't here. (laughs) And we said, that is exactly right. Because when you get so good at visualizing him that you don't feel pain about him not being there, now you're in alignment with your own dream and he has to come. But until you come into alignment with your own dream, there is not enough action in the world to make any difference. And it will feel to you when you're not in alignment as if not only is the world not cooperating with me, but the world is deliberately against me. And when you come into alignment with who you are, you will come to feel that nothing can keep you from anything that you want. There are no adverse forces. There are no contradictory intentions. There are no others in competition. There is nothing that can deprive you from that which you want to be or do or have. Nothing can deprive you but your attention to the absence of what you want. Your work isn't to convince someone to give you something you want. Your work is to just find relief from wherever you are. And when you get good at finding relief, you'll begin to flow with your stream. And these things that have been downstream, waiting for you to queue up with them, will begin to connect with you at such extraordinary persistence that people who are watching you will wonder what in the world has happened with you they will begin to describe you as those who barely begin to speak what you want and it seems that heaven and earth begin moving toward the fulfillment of it they will describe you of those who no matter what is happening are always able to maintain your emotional balance they will describe you as those who are always optimistic even in pessimistic circumstances they might even call you Pollyanna but what they will definitely begin to notice about you is that your life is working in extraordinary ways and as they watch in amazement at the remarkable things that they've known you've wanted for years that now are beginning to flow into your experience along with things that they just heard you identify last week that are already flowing into your experience they'll say what in the world is going on with you And you will explain to them, there is this stream. (laughs) And I finally got an awareness of it. And I've stopped battling the current of my own intentions. I finally came into alignment with me. And they will say, so does that mean everything you want is in place? And you'll say, oh no, far from that. Because every day I dream new dreams. And they'll say, oh, so you're not really fulfilled and completed. And you say, hardly, I never will be. But I was not born to get stuff done. I was born to dream it and then move toward it. I didn't come to manifest a woman. I came to want her. It feels so good to want her. It feels so good to want her and so bad to believe I can't have her. But wanting her is what I really wanted. And finding her would be delicious too. But so much deliciousness in the wanting. Wanting in belief is life-giving. Wanting in doubt is horrible. And now you know that you have the choice. We are exhilarated about what's downstream for you. We've seen it. It's good. It's going to knock your socks off when you allow yourself to float in the direction of it at first. But by the time it's ready to manifest, it's so will feel like the next logical step that you'll say, Oh, there you are. I knew you were there. I could feel you. There is great love here for you. And for now, as always, we remain eternally and happily incomplete.